0: Welcome to The Church Doctors Podcast with Scott and Marla Sheely. The Church Doctors Podcast is brought to you by Outpouring International. Love God, love people.
1: That's right, and we are here again today. I'm Scott. And I'm Marla. And we are The Church Doctors, and we're here to talk about how we can have a A more healthy church in the world.
0: And to be authentic Christians. Yeah,
1: and because we want to be authentic Christians, we've decided to do uh, Authentic Christianity Part 2.
0: Part 1, we need to kind of recap a little bit. If you didn't listen to that one, it was in order to be an authentic Christian, you need to know your God.
1: That's right, and uh, we kind of majored on practicing the presence of God so that you can read the Bible and read it with the help of Holy Spirit and the presence of God. And we talked about uh, tacos. We did. So we want authentic The reason why we want authentic Christianity is because nobody wants a taco that's made by somebody from Georgia, right? They they've got to be from authentic. Mexico, right? Yeah, yeah. If you really want tacos, and so we. We love the flavor of people that practice their their faith in an authentic biblical way. Yeah, we like hanging around them. They're they're more fun to travel with on missions trips.
0: Fakie stuff isn't for us. Yeah, so not when the fake stuff,
1: when people are just trying to uh, check out and see if this God stuff works, or they don't know whether they really believe or not, and they're wishy washy and they have one foot in, one foot out, and you take them on a missions trip, um. It just causes trouble for everybody else because <laughs> they don't, and so that's what you don't we're going to. They're coming or going. That's what we're going to talk about today, yeah. Marla, Is we're going to talk about authentic Christianity in regards to finding your place in the in the church in the body of Christ.
0: Mm. Okay, all and, right. How does that work?
1: Well, so first,
0: what scripture are you using to even think about well, this?
1: I'm going to start first with oh. Um, in Ephesians okay. chapter 4, it says, uh, somewhere in chapter 4, it says uh, that when Jesus ascended uh, after he rose again from the dead, and he when he ascended, the Bible says that he passed out gifts to men, gifts to the church. So the gifts that he passed out are the apostles. So an apostle is a gift, and uh, he passed out prophets, so if you have a prophet in your church, just because he prophesies doesn't make him a gift. The whole guy is a gift. And if you have a teacher or an evangelist or a pastor, those are all gifts that God gave to the church. So it's
0: the person, not the product of their uh,
1: Not some of their little gifts. You don't just stand a teacher up and let him teach because he has... He has wisdom about the whole Bible that when you're trying to decide how what you should teach uh, what you should study in the church and how to get to a certain level of maturity he's going to know he's going to know how to lead all of the people to that place mm-hmm. it's his natural gift he's, his natural gift isn't isn't knowing where to look something up in the Bible and explaining it well it's 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 a a whole church wide oversight gift in the area of teaching. So okay. it's the same way for pastors, for for apostles, pastors, prophets, uh, prophets evangelists. and so and then and when it's when he says he gave us those gifts, the reason why he gave us those gifts was so that they would raise up uh, ministers, equip the saints for the work of the ministry is how it says. And so Whole, can, can we go back to those
0: five things that you just said? Yeah. So does everybody fit into one of those, or are those no. just certain people?
1: No, it's just the. Uh, That's some, a good question mark. You Thanks know, for asking. right? And so that leads <laughs> us into. So how do you know? How yeah. do you know what you are? How do you know where you fit in the body of Christ? So, so I had to say that scripture because, because it's. When you read that, it says that the purpose of the church meeting together. Uh We talked about this a little bit last week. Well, actually, it wasn't
0: here on a podcast. It was on a Facebook live when we talked about that. So Uh, maybe we need to run over that again.
1: Yeah. Um, So, so the reason why I brought that up is because that's the purpose of the our leadership in in the church. And so, it. uh, And so the next part that connects to to that is the scripture in 1st Corinthians 12 where Paul is writing to the church in Corinth and he says hey um the body of Christ is is made up of many parts so all of the people who have said yes to Jesus become part of the body of Christ right and it's not a it's not a church body like I belong to the First Methodist church body no it's not that's not what he means he means All of the believers in the earth are part of the body of Christ in the earth, part of his body. Mm -hmm. And he, Jesus, is the head of this body. And so we are all parts that keep this body working. Mm -hmm. So... And he taught, he goes on to say in this passage in, in first Corinthians 12, it starts around verse 12 and he talks about there's many parts of the body and all the parts are important because without one of those parts, your body's not going to work right, right? And then he gets down to verse 17 and he goes, just think of it this way. If the whole body were just an eyeball, how could it hear sounds? And if the whole body were just an ear, how could it smell different fragrances? But God has carefully designed each member and placed it in the body to function as he desires. He says, a diversity is required, for if the body consists of one single part, there wouldn't be a body at all. So now we see that there are many differing parts and different functions, but there's one body. Mm. And so, uh, and it goes on to say, it would be wrong for the eye to say to the hand, I don't need you. And it would be equally wrong if the head said to the foot, I don't need you. In fact, the weaker our parts are, the more vital and essential they are. And so this, and it keeps going and going and talking about, you know, how ridiculous it would be for, for us to just say, well, you know, today we don't need lips, you know, or whatever. We <laughs> don't do that. We don't We don't do that with our physical bodies. But the church does it every day, all around the world uh, a bunch of people walk to church and they sit down and they listen to one guy maybe maybe he's the maybe he's the mouth of the body of Christ of course he can't be because Jesus is the head but he's he's a part and there's one part that's up there uh, saying what he or she knows and everybody listens to that and then they live their lives according to what this one part said and they and they fellowship with the rules of the one part and all of the functions of the church flow down from the one guy that's pastoring a church mm-hmm. and everybody watches him do it and they and then they go home and eat chicken for lunch and they decide whether he did his part right or not <laughs> and so this is this is a you know the state of of western church right now that that people have gotten so far away from scripture that they've removed themselves as being an active part of the body. So we have celebrity. We have, so we leadership. have you know right now there's an epidemic of pastors that are quitting and leaving the ministry because they can't bear the load. Mm-hmm. And the reason why is because they're trying to be you know they're only one part but they're trying to be the whole body. Yeah. And and the church is allowing them to do that by sitting on their hands and doing nothing. Mm-hmm. But when you read 1 Corinthians Paul Paul is saying, every part is important. Every part has a function, and and all of them may be different. But when they all are operating, then you've got a body that can move around in the earth and and go where the the head of Jesus looks, mm-hmm. where His head turns. That's where the body should be going. Mm-hmm. And of course, this is a an analogy, and but it's in the scriptural I mean, a spiritual application. It's like, wow, I mean, are we even a church? if there, We can't be a body. Can you imagine a, how does an eyeball, if the, the body is only an eyeball, how does it get to the store to buy groceries and come back home and cook it? I mean, you, just think about that for a minute. So we have a church with, with one or two, maybe a handful of people, if you're, if you're really rocking it good at your church. Maybe you got 15 people. But then the rest of the church still just sits and watches all y'all.
0: Well, I think it goes back to what we started to talk about um, and what we did talk about on that Facebook Live was that present day church here in the United States, at least, isn't operating the way it's supposed to be operating. The Bible says that the church um, is for the equipping of the saints, but our churches so much now have become um, a drawing package for the sinner. Yeah. And so we do programs, we do all these yep. things to bring yep. in the sinners and then when we have church on Sunday, it's just a milky word and just to to make the sinner yeah. feel comfortable and we don't do anything that would offend them or we don't want anybody to leave because you know, we're we do something that like maybe speak in tongues or yeah. something like that. Yeah, so
1: the sinner the church is uh, has used marketing and psychological profiling to uh, study what makes an unbeliever comfortable when they come to church. And the one of the number one things that they found out is if if all the lights are turned off and they can't, nobody can see them and they can't see anybody else, then they'll feel more comfortable. So we have dark churches where you can't read your Bible or see your, well, because see anybody. Worship. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, you know, and then whatever else flavor that you use on, on top of that. And then, uh, but everything is geared toward it has the sinner, to and
0: it should be geared toward you know, the saint. We have for we have entertaining them. sermons,
1: yeah, that yeah. really don't have any spirit of God on them. It just sounds really good, but where's where's God in the middle of this? And so, so what what we're after is authentic Christianity. So
0: authentic churches, authentic
1: churches that produce authentic Christians. Mm-hmm. And so here we go. So, uh, how what do you do? Well, you you decide. Can can we go
0: back to the authentic? church's part just for a second the church is for the equipping of the saints so that's where we we raise up christians with meaty word and send them out so that they can find the lost they preach they disciple they baptize and then they bring them into the church as saints and we we strengthen them teach them send them back out again that's how it's supposed to be, but that's not what's happening in most churches today. Right,
1: right. So, so here we are uh, with a, a church that is focused on making sinners comfortable instead of obeying the, the Bible and, and equipping the saints to do the work of the ministry. Right. We've traded uh, church membership classes for discipleship. Here, mm-hmm. take this class, do a psychological profile, and we'll tell you what you're good at, and we'll just send you over there to do that. And that's not discipleship. Mm -hmm. People need trained into how to, how to be a part of the body of Christ. I mean, if you're a part of Jesus, just think about this. Come on. Paul said Jesus is the head of this body Mm -hmm. and we're all connected to him. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's other scriptures that say we're the branches and he's the vine and the same, the same life, the same sap you know the juices that run through the the vine to make it alive this the same thing that makes jesus is alive makes us alive yeah and so the bible also says that that uh, jesus when he left he handed the baton to us and he said okay now i want you to duplicate what i just did here go do it if you read read the bible and and here we have people that just going to church and hearing a good message checks off their christian box mm-hmm. we've they've been trained to think that uh, that's being you're getting discipled by hearing one part of the body week after week after week, and and uh, l- listening to how they think see, read the Bible. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's where all all of the Protestant churches came away from Catholicism because there was a priest who wouldn't let the people read the Bible, and he told them he heard from God, and this is what God says. And and then uh, Luther discovered that well we're saved by grace and Holy Spirits in all of us, and when I read the Bible, it comes alive. So he nailed this paper to the church wall and said, uh, "We're going to have a Reformation here. I, I want, I want every every believer to be saved and be able to have their own personal relationship with God." Yeah. Well, then now fast forward a and thousand are, years again. or whatever, and here we are in the Protestant Church, where people are just sitting there listening to one guy. Yeah. And so we don't have people out in the streets healing people. We don't have anybody doing evangelism. We have, I mean, I pastored a church in Oklahoma, and I invited the people to come with me to Walmart to heal people and do words of knowledge, and it was the same six people that came every time. Nobody even had a grid for that. You're like, well, how do we do that? Now they do. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but you know, so so true true leadership in church and true Christianity, it, it has to it can't be uh something we've gotten used to. It has to be biblical, right? Right. I mean, wouldn't that be a good idea? Right. So,
0: and we're not anti-church. No, and we're not anti. No, we're not uh, bitter I've, or anything like we, that. We've, we've seen, seen church work like this, though. yeah. But we've, we've just seen, seen the
1: brotherhood of believers, where there's prophets and apostles and yeah, pastors and teachers all involved. Working. Maybe they're not there the the full time, uh, but they have a voice. They have. Mm-hmm. They have. They get to give the church their gift and mm-hmm. which is themselves they mm-hmm. show up and they help direct things help guide things answer questions and uh, help equip everybody mm. i mean prophets are like the probably the prophets and apostles are probably the number one equippers mm-hmm. in in that list in in as far as uh finding out what your giftings and callings are and then uh Having that light switch of power turned on—that's already on the inside of you. All the gifts and callings of God, and all the things that you're called to do, are already on the inside of you. It's just that the the the, the it just needs turned on. You just have to be woke up, or or somebody who needs to just show you, hey, this—you're already here in God, and you didn't know it. Look, and it's like, wow, I am, and it's, then then now you're an authentic Christian. You're,
0: so, are you talking about the office of those five, or are you talking about people having? You know the Bible says that we should all um, want to prophesy and stuff. So you got you're talking about true prophets, true apostles, true pastors, teachers, and evangelists, right?
1: Right, and all of those people uh, have some kind of supernatural gift given to them by God to be the leaders in the church. But the the Bible also teaches us that um, all of us who who are who said yes to Jesus and yes to Holy Spirit, especially when you say yes to Holy Spirit and he fills you you're you're filled with power to be a witness for God. It doesn't say only pastors who are filled with the Spirit are are witnesses for God or you know, only those five. But so any believer that's filled with Holy Spirit and said yes to Jesus and have have laid down what they want and, and want they they love what God loves and hate what God hates, then they're they're a candidate. They're they're a priesthood of believers. Mm-hmm. All of us became priests because we don't need one priest to go to God for us, like in the Old Testament, when 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 Jesus died, the 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 curtain that divided people away from God was ripped in half, so that people can come straight to God on their own, which makes all of us in in the uh, biblical position of a of a priest or a minister, and so. Uh, and so yeah there there's gifts that prophets have, and prophets also prophesy, but that's not that's not the all they do, but uh each believer it says in corinthians ought, should desire the best gifts, especially to prophesy so um there's uh so just because you prophesy doesn't make you a prophet. But so everybody in the body of Christ has the ability to prophesy if you desire it. But uh, that does, if so, if you do prophesy, that doesn't make you a prophet. It, it means that you, you're, you can prophesy or there's also a list of uh, gifts of the spirit. And there's a gift of prophecy in there. So, so
0: how does it look then if, if we were to incorporate this into our churches? Uh, how does that how does how does that look? If you can't just have the one guy up on the platform, <laughs> how how does that operate?
1: Well, um, biblical Christianity, bi- biblical church government is is made out of a, a, a typically the way it happened in in the Bible is the apostles are the ones that planted the churches. Prophets uh, came in and and. Encourage the people. Prophets have uh, an, an anointing upon the office of a prophet to break up hard places to go in and and uh, reveal to the church what's possible for them. Um, and uh, to their encouragers. They just they just can't help but go around to everybody. Go and they're always go. You can do this. You can do this. And they try to uh, get everybody to walk in their gift and their calling. And so uh, and but. When the church is established, uh, the the apostles and prophets typically keep moving and starting other works or keep but they they keep in relationship with those people. Mm-hmm. and so and they leave there a, a man or a family or somebody that loves people mm-hmm. and somebody that wants to protect the people and keep uh, the teaching that goes on in that little fellowship, Biblically accurate. So now you have a pastor or a shepherd. The Bible called them. So the shepherd's watching over the sheep, to feed them and to comfort them and to keep them healthy. And so, uh, and so uh, that's the that's the biblical way that churches were set up. And then the there's uh, I, I should have looked all these scriptures up. They're just popping up in my head, but. Paul also wrote to the Corinthians, and he said, "He goes, stop it, stop doing that. He goes, stop everybody, stop prophesying all at the same time. You need to take one, two, or three. That's enough. And and uh, every time somebody prophesies, there's got to be one person that judges those prophecies. And and uh, you know, some of you are just coming." to eat the meal that they called communion, but it was actually a full meal and they were there. You just come to to fill your stomach, but then you eat too much and then there's others that can't have enough and he's just trying to just, bring he, some order. He <laughs> was like yeah, he was like trying to herd chickens with right. these people. But did you get the first part? He said everybody was prophesying. Yeah. So so Compare that with today. Are, do we need to warn our churches to stop being too supernatural, to stop using so many <laughs> gifts all at once? You know, I mean, you can't even find one. It's crickets in most churches. Right. And, and so...
0: There's a few, but in, yeah.
1: In, in, in authentic church, in biblical church, somebody brings a word, somebody brings a song, somebody somebody has an exhortation or an encouraging word that would be like some uh, a prophet comes or somebody that's studying to be you know working on their maturity to become a prophet they have some always something encouraging to bring to the people and uh so each part each gift that's on the inside of each person is expected to come forth mm-hmm. like some people just have a gift of Of being able to love they're just lovers and they're always hugging everybody and they know everybody's name and you just feel so wanted and so accepted by these people and then there's other people that just have a gift of hospitality and and they just serve people and they just love it when everybody has what they need and they love planning and putting things in practice and all of the gifts are 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 needed because they're part of the body there's there's people that are behind the scenes and nobody knows what they're doing. Well, they're back there talking to Ralph and Harriet that are having trouble in their divorce or talking about divorce or something, and they're back behind the scenes doing stuff that you don't know anything about, talking to them, encouraging them to, to lay down their differences and to love each other. And-
0: Ralph and Harry or Ralph and Mary?
1: Harriet. Oh, Harriet. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, we believe in one man, oh, one woman. I thought you woman. said Harriet. Yeah, thank yeah. you. And so... Uh, and so the picture of this is is that uh, it's okay in a church fellowship for people to practice their gifts because we're all family. It's like, well, you, did you do that right? Well, kind of, you know. Here's where you could have done better, and they're like, oh, thank you, mm-hmm. and and say, and I can see you doing it better next time, mm-hmm. you know. And and they're like, well, thank you. And then next time, man, they're hitting it on all, all eight cylinders. They're they're having no troubles, and so there's a. There's a, it just, it happens from the head down. The, 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 whoever the apostles and prophets are that are planting churches and encouraging churches, whoever the pastor is over that fellowship, whatever he decides to do, that's that's what everything underneath that guy, that's how it happens. Right. And so in in, in Western church, we have pastors that they're paid to preach. They're paid to look good, they're paid to have everything run smooth and not distract anybody, and everything's perfect on Sunday, and everybody comes expecting that on Sunday, and they get their word and they go home. And it's like, you know, the big red failed signs blinking in heaven going, <laughs> no, that's that's not it. It's not it. you got people sitting on their hands in the fellowship who have a word from God, but they can't prophesy because it doesn't fit in their little... They're little click uh, sermons where everything's got to be measured out to a certain time. You know, got to be done by this time and do that by this time. And and so, you know, here's some people that have a gift of hospitality, but the pastor's so exhausted and wore out from trying to be the whole body himself that he doesn't want any to do any extra fellowship. So the people with hospitality gifts, they don't get to do nothing. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can just go down the list. It, I I know this because I pastored churches uh, before and I did it according to the Western version, you know, a little bit. I I also understood the, the scriptures too about equipping the people, and I tried to do, do that too. I actually got ran out of town on on one church for doing that, but, <laughs> and uh, but anyway, it was good for me. And uh,
0: I think um, sometimes because people think their churches are too big to allow the. <laughs> prophetic and healings and praying for people and encouraging people to happen during the service, they just say, well, that's why we have small groups and that's where you go to practice and do that sort of thing. But honestly, I really enjoyed a church that we used to attend and it was a very large church and they would take time during the service to say, hey, turn around to your neighbor, get two or three people pray for them prophesy, encourage yeah. them and and that took care of the we're too big of a church to allow that kind of stuff to happen happen and yeah. it worked
1: yeah it's a it's a
0: it's and a, they did the other but it, I mean I'm just saying it has
1: that. nothing to do with the size of the church it, all it is is marketing like we don't want we don't want this stuff that we can't explain happening in front of the sinners. We need to have all that hidden behind in, in small groups and in rooms so that we can present the gospel that they will like and so that they can say yes and, get, and hopefully get saved. And, and so
0: if we are equipping the saints in church, we are training and teaching yeah. and practicing and imparting <laughs> right. and doing all those things so that when we go out
1: yeah, then and we
0: are authentic I mean, Christians. And,
1: and, and I have a uh, you know, I have an educated voice on this why well, I, I attended a ten thousand member church and and also pastored you know churches that were only 100 people 200 people but and so but the 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 churches that say oh all we we believe in all that it's happening in, in our small groups but you know that's only like 25 percent of the people that go to the church go to these small groups and, and if and then your small group of,
0: leader doesn't feel comfortable doing those things <laughs> that, yeah, because so now they now haven't. You
1: have, now you probably have five, practicing, 5% of right? those groups right? might be practicing their gifts.
0: So like so like we have a home group, and then we go to one, and then we also attend a church. But in our home group, like this last Friday night, past Friday night, um, we don't have rules, if you will. We don't have a, a celebrity person um, we we begin we just begin to worship God and sing and listen and begin to practice. We pray for people. We prophesy. We do have healings. All sorts of things. So it's not yeah. We practice hospitality. We break bread. We do all those things. And at we help home each
1: other during we the help, week. And yeah. we do natural things together. We do life together. We're yeah. we're a family. We we love each other. Yeah, and so. That's that's it. That's church in a in a home. Church in a living room mm-hmm. where the each person in in the room is able to contribute what they have. And and we celebrate that. You know, and some of them are super good and the fire of God lands when they say it and other ones are still practicing and I mean, we practiced uh Friday night somebody felt like they had a song of the Lord and and uh, I was like, "Go ahead and do it." You know, What's wrong with that? I mean, just <laughs> you know step out in faith and use your gift, and nobody's judging anybody. We're just uh I just love it when people want to uh be a minister. They want to give out of what what God gave them. every person that is born again has gifts that God decided beforehand that you would walk in he He has a book that he wrote about you. That, that wrote down all of the days of your life and all of those times when you would use your faith and lead somebody to Jesus. You would use your faith and walk next door and bring some homemade cookies to that mean lady that lives next to you and be nice to her and love her. And, and he wrote down how you would love your kids and love your wife or, or you would stay single all the days of your life, whatever it is. And, and you would just give glory to God in, in, in your life. And he, you know and he wrote all these things down, but Christians are just sitting in churches listening to somebody else carry out their book. Mm-hmm. Here's a guy and his family probably and and, a just few, supporting and a their few, ministry and a few other guys, and we're just watching this small group of people live their book, but we don't get to live ours mm-hmm. and and so and I know you can go live you can go you can go do it on your own, but that's not biblical either. The body of Christ is has many parts, but a body moves in unison together. It's connected. It it ministers together. All of the parts of the body in one place supplying is is what we're talking about. We're not talking about, well, I'm a pastor. Nobody recognizes that I'm a pastor. They won't give me a paycheck. And a I can sing really good, and nobody'll let me on the on the stage. I'm not talking about any of that American church junk. You know, you can you can call doing the work of the ministry anything you want in American church, but if you want to really know what doing the work of the ministry is, read the book of Acts. Read read the book of Luke. You know, read where Jesus is healing blind eyes and casting out demons and Laying down your the life. lepers can walk and, and I mean the lame can walk and the lepers are <laughs> cleansed and
0: they can walk too. John
1: yeah. said, "How do I know you're the one that came? How do I know?" And Jesus said, "Well, just Look at what what's going on around you. Yeah, all the miracles, yeah, signs, wonders, and miracles confirm that 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 we're Christians. Yeah, I mean, it just does. It confirms the word. It confirms that that uh, that the hand of God is on somebody. I mean, it's just part of it. And and I know you. Jesus also went around doing good. Well, then go around doing good too. Jesus taught people too. Well, then go around and teach people too. Mm-hmm. But because he gave us what he had. He said, I'm leaving. I'm giving you everything that I had, my name, my power, the love, the same way God loved me, he loves you. And and so we have no excuse yeah. except for our complacency and settling for easy Christianity. Yeah. Oops, did I say that? You, you did. Yeah, and so, so we're we're at the end of our show pretty much we're we're, we're timing <laughs> I, out already i have so
0: much more to say we can
1: well go ahead go ahead do one more
0: <laughs> do one more. i have several though okay Which maybe we I need pick?
1: to do authentic christianity part okay, three i'll hold
0: it i'll hold it
1: okay so so we we want to encourage you ask holy spirit what he gave you pay attention to what you're naturally inclined toward the way you love people the way you study the word of god the way you tell people about the word of god how you know notice how you operate and they'll you'll start getting clues about oh i'm a teacher oh i i'm i'm this part or that part and uh, we're we'll probably talk about that more in a in a later podcast but um thank you so much for sitting and listening with us about authentic christianity the church is crying out for this the world needs to see authentic christians mm-hmm. They, Jesus, uh, the, I mean, I mean, the Bible in uh, in Corinthians also says that when we look in the the mirror, we look in Jesus's face, and it's like looking in a mirror, like like he's us and we're him. Mm-hmm. That's what the Bible teaches. He's in us and we're in him. Mm-hmm. So when when we look at at Jesus's face, it's like we're looking in a mirror. The Bible says. So how can you sit in a church week after week when you when you look like Jesus to the devil, you look like Jesus to the world? You get you have His power and His name and everything, and you're just settled. You're just just as happy as can be with throwing your five bucks in the offering and sitting and listening to it, one guy preach every week, and then you feel like you've done your Christian service. And I, I, I'm just like. And I, we're over here going, but wait, there's more. <laughs> I, know, so, I mean, the, you haven't even begun to live until you've gotten to, to be able to supply the gift that you have inside of you and go use it in the, in the church body, out in the street where you live, and then go to to someplace across the ocean and go on a missions trip and use it there. I'm telling you what, you you'll, you'll be so fulfilled, you'll be so charged up, People will look at you and say, what in the world happened to you? And so that's what we're after. We're not after uh, uh, pointing our fingers at what's wrong and then saying we're right. We're saying the Bible's right. And -hmm. the Bible is very clear. It's it's right there uh, about how you're you're expected to to stay connected to the body and to give something, to to produce something.
0: Yeah. You know... The, um, this isn't uh, the things that I was going to share in the next one. So this is, this is free here, but you know, it it says first the natural, then the spiritual and in the Bible. And if you look at the people in America, in the United States, we are the sickest nation. Yeah. And uh, we take just gobs of medicines. We have all kinds of things,
1: antidepressants, everything, everything. There's just so
0: much wrong. And it's because our bodies aren't working properly. Yeah. we're not feeding it properly yeah. all these we're not exercising it properly we're not utilizing our bodies properly and so we're the sickest nation in the world and it's a lot like the church today it's yeah. sick beca- yeah. and we're trying all these things to make it better and what needs to happen is is we need to get back into alignment we need to start everybody needs to do their part we need to start eating the word we need to be authentic we need to be powerful christians and once we get to that and until we get to that point we're just a yeah. sick church yeah. and we need our church humble need to, ourselves yeah we need healing in the our face church.
1: of god and ask him how we're supposed to do this and uh then healing will come to our physical mm-hmm. nation i believe that that's mm-hmm. what the bible says so thank you so much for for sticking with us and uh watch in a few days or so another week maybe we're going to come out with another authentic christianity part 3 and we're going to keep going about how how do you get into this then how 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 maybe you're a pastor and you want to know well and how do I change steer my church change the direction of my church or or maybe you're just sitting in a church and you're uh filled with holy spirit and in his power and you don't know what to do we're going to talk about all this and uh give you some wisdom and some loving advice and uh steer you in a safe and honoring direction with all that so um this is scott and, and i'm with Marla, and we're so happy that you listened to the church doctors today
0: thanks for joining us on the church doctors podcast for more information or to contact us please
1: visit our website at outpouringintl.com.